Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Now today, I'm going to be covering another new root that the enemy can plant into you if you choose to listen to the voice of him instead of the voice of God. And that new root is called the root of despair. So let's go ahead and define it. Despair means the complete loss or the absence of hope. It also means to give up or to lose heart. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. And it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And again, that's Romans chapter 15, verse 13. And that actually came from the New Living Translation version. As you are now allowing the root of despair to grow inside of you, you have started to embrace the enemy's voice in such a way that you have been finding ways to counter the positive things that God has been saying to you. When God tells you something positive, you end the conversation with, well, what if this happens? Or what if that happens? Instead of just trusting and believing God on what he has said to you. The root of despair guides you into throwing in the towel and you now start to even believe or conclude that God is not going to work things out in your favor. When the enemy has you in this state, it becomes hard to look at things in a positive realm, especially if a lot of time has passed by and things are still not going in a favorable manner for you. The enemy has you right where he wants you, and he feels as if he is winning his destructive battle with your life. Whatever you do, please continue to keep having the courage to keep hoping and pushing through the challenge that you are facing in your life. God hasn't left you, even if you think that he has. Now, Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And again, that's Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Regardless of how things may look on the surface, please don't allow the enemy to convince you that you are in this battle all by yourself. If you can find a way to not give up on God or on yourself, you will be able to see the plan that God has and as he is working things out for your good and his glory. Now, I know you may be tired. I know it doesn't seem like things are going to work out good for you. I know you just don't want to keep fighting anymore. But please, please don't allow yourself to give in to the enemy's narrative for your life. 
Why do you think he is trying so hard anyway for you to give up? Why is he trying to convince you that there is nothing left in your life for you to accomplish? It is because he knows what is on the other side of this and how his plans will be destroyed when you complete the assignment that God has you on. I know it would be great if God just told you everything up front, but if he was to do that, how would you grow? How could he stretch you in the areas that you may be weak in? How would your trust and faith deepen with God if he was to just tell you everything? By putting the effort, time, hard work into building a personal relationship with God, you are able to appreciate it even more in all that he has done for you. If you can make the time to develop relationships that you have with friends or co-workers or church members or whoever, you should also be able to build the personal relationship that Jesus wants with you. You will start to feel him through the Holy Spirit living inside of you as you spend that quality time with him. Now, let me just say, even if he is silent at times, please don't give up on him. He knows what he is doing and how he needs to go about doing it. You must believe that he really does. So now let's go ahead and look at our example again with Jonah. So I'm going to be sharing with you Jonah chapter 2 verses 1 through 10, which says, Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from inside the fish. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble. And he answered me, I called to you from the world of the dead, and Lord, you heard me. You threw me into the ocean depths, and I sank down to the heart of the sea. I was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves. Then I said, O oh Lord, you have driven me from your presence. How will I ever again see your holy temple? I sank beneath the waves, and death was very near. The waters closed in around me, and seaweed wrapped itself around my head. I sank down to the very roots of the mountains. I was locked out of life and imprisoned in the land of the dead. But you, O Lord my God, have snatched me from the yawning jaws of death. When I had lost all hope, I turned my thoughts once more to the Lord, and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies, but I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise, and I will fulfill all my vows. For my salvation comes from the Lord alone. Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit up Jonah on the beach, and it did. And again, that's Jonah chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Now, as you read the scriptures, you can hear the root of despair that Jonah was in. And he was losing all hope, especially as you listen to his experience of just being in the mouth of a great fish, probably which was a whale. He discussed how, we, how he was in the ocean depths and saw not only things from the ocean, such as water and seaweed, 
but also probably some dead fish that the big fish or the whale had eaten previously. Now, can you just imagine being in that type of atmosphere? Of course, Jonah started to realize how desperate he really was. And as a result, he cried out to God and asked him to help him. Jonah also said that he would offer sacrifices to God with songs of praise and that he would fulfill the vows that he had made with God. God heard his cry and helped Jonah by allowing the fish to spit up Jonah out on the beach. Now, Jonah still praised God in spite of his situation, regardless of how devastating it was to him. Although Jonah didn't do as God wanted him to do in the beginning, in Jonah's time of need, God still showed that he was there for him and he heard Jonah's cry. Jonah did the right thing this time and offered sacrifices and praised God and God saw and heard a repentant heart from him. Even in Jonah's disobedience initially, God showed that he was still with him and God wanted Jonah to recognize the wrong that he had done to God. Now, let me just say, God is wanting that same type of reaction from each of us. When we are disobedient to God, he wants us to turn from our wicked ways and to really come back to him with a sincere heart. It continues to just show how much of a loving father that he is and that he cares for us probably way more than what we deserve. God operates on such a large scale and although we only see the things that are in front of us, God is looking at the bigger picture and it is not just us that is involved in his plan. There are other people that he is trying to get to come to him as well. And that is why it becomes so important for us to do his will instead of our own. As you start to process and understand why you are in this root of despair, please make sure that you are spending that quality time with God and allow your heart to remain open to hear his voice. Also, please just make sure that you are continuing to be proactive and not just pray and then do nothing afterwards. Sometimes when you are in a state of despair, it can be very difficult to be motivated and to keep progressing forward. Now, let me just say, God is an action God, and he wants to know that you are still doing things to demonstrate that you are being obedient and not just sitting around waiting on something to just drop out of heaven. You have to find a way to keep pushing through the challenging times, even when you are ready to give up hope. There are those times that just because things didn't work out for you initially, it doesn't mean that it won't work out for you down the road. Now, God may be testing you to see how committed you are to him and to what he wants you to do for him. Therefore, you may have to just keep trusting and believing and having the faith in him that he will do what he says that he will do. As you continue to keep seeking him, he will give you the answers and the clarity that you need on how you should move forward. Please keep in mind that 
God believes in you, even when you don't believe in yourself. He wants you to fulfill the plan that he has designed specifically for you. Now, Psalm 33 verse 11 says, But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. And again, that's Psalm 33 verse 11. Let me just continue to say, please don't give up on yourself because God hasn't given up on you. Somehow, some way, you must turn off that voice that the enemy keeps trying to distract you with that says that things will never go the way you want them to go. Or maybe that you won't get the things that you have prayed for because of what happened to you in your past. Or maybe it's, You don't have what it takes to make it or just anything that the enemy keeps trying to place in your mind. God knows who you are and all the things that he wants you to do just for him. I mean, really, just for him. Believe that you are the child of God that he has created you to be. Believe that he is going to do something in your life. You must find a way to turn off the negative voices from the enemy and listen to the one positive voice who loves you unconditionally. Now, can you do that? And are you really willing to do that for yourself? Are you really willing to do whatever it takes to keep going for God? I know things get hard and sometimes you just don't know if you can make it. The fact that God continues to keep wanting you to do something as well as the fact that the enemy is trying to get you to go into another direction, should give you the assurance that God has a mighty work for you to do just for him. You just never know what you can accomplish. So that's why you can't throw in the towel. Just keep holding on and ask God to help you in your times of weakness. And I see I am running out of time again. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.